With Usopp, no longer part of the crew, the gang rent a room in town. Everyone's uneased by the events of the prior night. Meanwhile, unknown to them on that same night, there was an attempt at Iceberg's life. The entire town comes to his aid, and when he finally awakens, he recalls the people responsible were a masked individual and Nico Robin. Now with Robin involved, the entire city hunts down the Straw Hats. The Galley Law hear about a fight between Luffy and Frankie at the dock and set out to bestow vengeance. Luffy, unwilling to accept that Robin had a part in the assassination attempt, seeks out Iceberg. Episode 239 ends with Iceberg requesting to see Robin once more, and Robin listening to the citizens of Water 7 demand that her fellow crewmates be sent to the gallows. You know, I'm glad we have these summaries, because I legit forgot everything I watched yesterday. Proud of you. <laughs> God damn, dude. Also, I, f- I forgot to mention this to you guys. So I actually rewatched the movie that I bet put money on, and I'm I'm uh, reduxing that to four episodes of the normal 97 show, because... It doesn't make any fucking sense. They jump like fucking fifteen years in one movie. Damn, that's some that's some sort of line levels of pacing right mm-hmm. there. No, worse. Imagine imagine uh first going to the first boss and then jumping all the way to Ein- like fighting Heathcliff at the end. That's what they did though. <laughs> they went from one to twenty to eighty to done. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. Suddenly they're back in the fucking real world again. I'm so lost. What is happening? This is a uh, <laughs> welcome to the Sword Art cast. What, what are we doing again? Is there a point? <laughs> yeah. Just... All right. So we open up and they leave the Mary with Usopp and now they're staying at some random fucking inn. Where did they put the trees? That is a really good question. That is a good question. Wait, what? The trees are gone. The orange, uh, tangerine, orange yeah, oh, trees. Tangerine She stopped taking care the of them. Tangerine tree. What do you mean? They're just gone. They uprooted them. They're not. They're not dead. They took them off the Mary. So where did the trees go? <laughs> I'm just like imagine they haven't shown their apartment room. So I'm just imagining not their apartment, the hotel room. So I'm just imagining that bitch is like a Christmas tree that's way too tall. There's three like, of them. Yeah, right. But, but three of them in their room, and they're just like shit. There's t- everything smells that's like true. tangerine. We did we did not see the insides of their rooms. They actually they actually bought rooms just for the trees. Ah, of course. That entire hotel is filled with trees. Pretty much, yeah. I don't think they're that big. That's still their bus. Their bus, Jesus. Their <laughs> their ship there. Yeah. Yeah. They took it. They took a look at the catalog and all the the good ships were there, like in the forty and fifty range. Yeah, I mean the the the, the most expensive thing there was like eighty million. I think that's still twenty million to fuck around with. And that was because everything was gold plated. What? <laughs> yeah, that. that was that was the that's pit true. my ride prices. Like, imagine yeah. if they just got a normal <laughs> car. <laughs> Uh, and that iceberg was shot. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what you said. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that did happen. Five times, in fact. Two in the front, three in the back. This dude's put giving Koza a run for his money. I'll tell you that much, dude. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, dude. I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the same number of times Koza got shot and he's fine. So clearly Iceberg's going to be totally all fine. You wouldn't know he was in a coma a couple hours ago. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, after Iceberg wakes up, obviously, you know, the million dollar question is who the fuck shot Iceberg? They have like a whole CSI scene, like uh, <laughs> yeah. with, uh, all the CSI people will roll in. They got their gloves on. They're taking pictures of like who killed them, who killed them. Iceberg's like, no need for all this. I know who killed I remember. <laughs> this is actually kind of a really fun dynamic for the town, too, because this is like the first time we've seen in the One Piece universe them have like, I don't know, maybe a society that's relatively similar to ours. Like we haven't seen paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. Alabasta was a dead country. Uh, Skypea was unknown to the world, apparently. Um, Jaya was just big chilling. 
little towns. They never really spent enough time. Logetown didn't have anything going on. Logetown was probably the closest. Yeah, Logetown thing. probably did have some of the stuff. I would say. I would imagine if we st- if we spent enough. But time But they spent like two days in there because Oda wanted to reach chapter one hundred or some shit. Yeah, because Oda wanted me to make sure that they crossed uh, the the peak or whatever by chapter one hundred. So he's like, "Hey, you see all of these cool characters I've introduced? Gone. Whack." So yeah. Iceberg points at uh, at a at a five year old called Robin. He's like, I remember those eyes. I seen those eyes. Even though I'm positively sure he never actually met her. I don't. He just yeah, stares at right? a photo and says, I feel like that that is 100 percent true. He has not met Robin be, like in her adulthood. Adult. He, he just yeah. keeps that fucking wanted poster around when she was like eight years old, and he's just like, No, yes, I know those eyes. Anywhere. Does a person keep their eyes? Is that a thing? Yeah, for the most part. A, a normal human person in the real world from 8 to 20-something, your face changes a lot. But her wanted poster to her just looks like an a, like the way AI handles aging, where it just kind of like puts a little bit of wrinkle on you <laughs> and calls it a day. They made her taller, and her uh, specifically in her face, her cheeks are less chubby. That's like literally the only difference between her now and 8-year-old her. So yeah, they, they, they're like, oh shit, it's Robin. Who, who is she rolling with? They... they- they call up the world government. Government's like, let me check the database and do a little bit of hacker maneuver. Like, she's with the straw hat. Smoker said so. And, you know, now, those are the, now the straw goons are fugitives. Again. We we don't know why Robin and... Uh, so Robin was hanging with the big dude that we saw in those previous episodes. CP9, man. Yeah, that was supposed to be... That was mostly supposed to be a joke. I didn't think she was really going to become a government assassin. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually think that we were engaging her in government affairs. Why do you think this is a government thing? I think it's a. I think it's a government thing. She's like what? She's like what? Thirty? Do you think she could have taken down Go Rogers crew? No. Is that how Go Roger died? Oh, stop that! She brought him in, Jordy. <laughs> I don't think she was old enough around for Gold Roger. I don't she think was like ten, right? That would have been about when she was eight. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, we're making a, a few too many connections here. We got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We're on. We're we're striking gold here. Okay, so you're telling me you're telling me that the reason why Gold Roger was executed 20 years ago and that it lines up with Robin being eight years old, 28 in this timeline, was that they were one in the same thing, and that Gold Roger is secretly alive, and we're going to meet him in this universe. I didn't what? go that no. far. No, no, no. Gold Rod. No, Gold Roger's dead. Dead. Robin joined Gold Roger's crew, betrayed him. The fleet of ships that they say she destroyed when she was eight is Gold Roger's fleet. But obviously she wasn't stronger than Gold Roger, but at that point he was weakened enough for the government to step in and come capture him and then execute him. Golly, dude. Timeline matches up. It's making too much sense as long, only as long as Robin is 28 years old. <laughs> she is 28. I, that, that I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, I was gonna, I was just gonna like laugh at all this and be like, just tell the audience like, hey, for all you goons out there, feel free to laugh at us when this comes out, but... If this comes out to be true at some point down the line, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the happiest man on this podcast. I do want to point out, like, part of the CSI investigation thing, the investigators did point out that uh, there was no signs of, like, breaking or entering, that, like, all the doors were still intact, no locks were busted. There, uh, what they say specifically? Like, no signs yeah, of... Because nobody um, locks their fucking doors in this universe. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like... It- in my, you know, in my vacuum of me thinking how this went down, how they get into the room, assuming that, like, there's no way to get in without being seen. I don't think it actually happened. Think he shot himself? How do you shoot himself in the back? Simple. Strings. I don't know. It's fucking one piece logic. Simple. So, so do you, do you think he actually got shot or do you think like that is all lies or something like that? 
part of me feels like what's happening is that he's actually controlling the dude who's did the CP7. Okay. Robin's under some form of charm or like effect that's not allowing her to make her own rational decisions. And it was manipulated by him so that it makes the straw hats look bad so he could justify going after them. I here my only my only concern with this theory is that we we tune into his own internal monologue of him wondering what Nico Robin and this tall dude could want. Why would he be having this internal monologue if he's the one who set this all up? Red herring. But it's an internal monologue. The best way to make a lie sound true is to believe it yourself. If you're trying to connect dots that aren't there, dude, just just admit that he probably didn't shoot himself. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, I like where we're at here. I'm thinking that he would. I think he manipulated a plan to make the straw hats look bad. Your your theory makes a lot of sense. If we don't get that internal monologue of him just chilling in bed, what exactly is he going to gain from blaming straw hats? What does he actually want then? A scapegoat for his attempted murder or for something else. The reason why he would want a scapegoat is because he's trying to draw attention to that instead of what he's actually doing. The crocodile strategy. Uh, And then in addition to all of this, uh, of course, we also got wind that there's going to be uh, Aqua Laguna, which is like an annual storm. They parallel this from uh, since we're already in Venice anyway. Venice has the same thing, but it just like it's like a couple inches of extra water that puts the sidewalks and like you know, the first inch or two of your house foundation underwater, but otherwise it's not fully submerging like the first quarter of the lower quarter of the island like this Aklaguna <laughs> is apparently going to do. Yeah, like entire entire buildings will be underwater by the end of Aqualaguna. Yeah, you, you would never tell. Whatever cleaning service they have for those houses is mwah. And then, of course, uh, the the highlight of the episode is we finally meet oh, the Frankie. Baby. I'm Water 7's number one super guy, the face of the underworld, and you know why. I'm the man with the plan, the power, and fame, and people everywhere call out my name. Wow! Mm-hmm. Frankie! Is that the Ow! same voice actor for, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Say it. Bon Clay. My boy. So the, the, the guy who voices Bon Clay, he made that voice all his own when the anime was originally airing in Alabasta and when Oda was watching mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. He did not envision Bon Clay to have a voice like that at the time, but he he loved that dude's talent and interpretation of Bon like so much that he low key wrote Frankie for this guy to play. Yeah, so they gave they gave him the same character, but a cyborg now yeah it's like dude (laughs) frankie is the same character (laughs) i will i will say uh on one hand uh the dub for frankie he's not my least favorite dub uh that we have in the cast but he's a very different flavor yes but anyway so yeah this this dude frankie uh he's a cyborg he's he just he is i guess he's he's something i just like the fact that his power is based on if his hair is up or down i know he, he goes i'm out of fuel my my uh my pompadour is looks like a like a tail or something a what na- what noodle or something like that it's powered by whatever fuel he runs on for whatever reason wait let's stop here before we go any further okay one i want to know you and Devin's uh reaction to frankie you know showing up showing off then two when you answer that what do you think his fuel is? What is the fuel? 
Maybe that's what, what he it, needed 200 million berries for, some expensive new uh, pre- premium fuel. I like this. I like this. This is good. This is something. I mean, it's probably going to be stupid, like just food or something like that, but I, I don't, I don't Carbo know. Carbohydrates is power, Devin. Ichiraku ramen. It could also just be the power of spirit or something like that, because he's got energy for days. Considering his, his biggest move is just compressed air, you don't just think it's like just air in no, general? No, because then he would just suck in more. Yeah, because then he would always have fuel. No, no, no. He, he needs like a like a super compressor. I don't think he's pneumatic. <laughs> mm. But at the same time, we have cyborgs, so it could literally be fucking anything. Right. Just so we're clear, we did establish that you can just be a cyborg now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see the, 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 the fact that he just has hands that come apart? Yeah, <laughs> I very much did. He, you know, he's got a few different types of guns in there. Go, go, gadget, fist move. He's got a, a scope. <laughs> Uh, you know, he's got that giant air cannon that he can just suck in uh, air. He's got a metal nose. They destroy that shipyard, dude. Dude, it's, yeah, it's they not do. they. What do you mean they? You mean Frankie. Frankie one shot it. Luffy's in he's there. Shoving, Luffy's he, he's, he's shoving Luffy into all these things. So by proxy, it's there. That was all Frankie. Don't even. That was Luffy just getting thrown. You know, I feel like the, the, the Galileo was not trying. I feel like if they really were trying, they would have killed Luffy. But that's just me. They definitely feel like they've held back a little here, but that's because talk no jutsu, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And also Frankie's just on the side. Frankie's just on the side like, yo, this is my shit, dude. What the, what the fuck? Frankie said, this is my prey. They're just like, wave. they're just like waving Frankie off. Like, we'll deal with you later. Shut up. <laughs> Frankie's such a wild card, too, because at first he was like, all right, well, I, I guess you guys can take straw for a minute. And then like after he was done with his brew, he, he was like, wait a minute. That's my job. <laughs> yeah. That's my prayer. How many times I have to repeat myself? When, when Frankie's introduced and it kind of cuts back to Iceberg, that's where it kind of reinforced my opinion about what's happening on the, the back screens, because Iceberg doesn't like Frankie, clearly. No one likes Frankie. We don't know why, but no yeah, one likes Frankie. I don't feel like anybody does. So so there was a thing in uh, 239 that mm-hmm. I wanted to take note. Go on. Uh, throughout all these three episodes that we watched, it was three, right? Yeah, three. Yeah. They really, the, 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 the animators really went all out because, dude, we skipped through so many little hallways and so many little sides of the, but they had so many things to do. I was like, when did they have the time to draw all these backgrounds and all these little sections of the city? <laughs> Jordy's like enamored by the fact that there's all these throwaway fucking setting set pieces. It was like three seconds of a scene and they it had a whole background and Luffy running in a certain animation that they couldn't redo again it's like that's a lot of work i was actually kind of noticing i feel like there's a little bit of animation here that was you that uh that one animator for the baron omatsuri movie was definitely doing some work on because there was some there's a few panels in there that was very reminiscent of his style yeah you can tell when uh when a lot of it's like not linear like it's a little janky the lines are not straight they're like wiggly right yeah exactly that's what i'm saying hell yeah it reminded me of the fight between Croc and uh, Luffy at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those those lines were janky too, and I thought like something crazy was gonna happen. Something crazy did happen. The Frankie uh, final blast. What do you call that? Coup event. The coup event. Yeah. That thing. That thing is crazy. It is a very powerful shot, but it takes forever to fire off in the first place. <laughs> it's a hyper beam, pretty much. I think that's everything. We we're done here, right? 
No, we are not. What up, though? What up? Did Devin see him? I'm not the one that's good at spotting him. Devin, please. <laughs> you were the guy. You were the active watcher guy. I was distracted. Oh, well, he was in 238. Yeah. Where was he? Well, uh, when Frankie, when Frankie and uh, and Luffy are just starting to fight, there's a crowd gathering. Nami's like cheering him on in the background, uh, and she she's the main she's the main portion of the shot. And then like right underneath her arm is uh, is Panda Man just chilling there. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good Panda Man drop. That's a that, solid. That's one. a good. That's a good Panda Man. Feels bad. And then did you did you see the second one? There was no second one. Don't lie to me like this. You can't you can't make me Devin. I am a shell of a man. <laughs> <laughs> next next week's uh, two forty to two forty three. Uh, do I have quotes? Uh, I'll be honest. Um, I I got I got like kind of nothing on this. There's one. not a whole lot quotable. No, yeah, no one really said anything of of, of like, like note no. or merit. Yeah, like is that? I got exactly two things. We kind of touched on this a little earlier, I think, but I don't think anyone quoted it. It was uh, when Sanji and Chopper were looking for Robin. I think Sanji says, could it be that we don't know anything about mm. Robin? Is there anything she likes? Ancient ruins! Stop saying that! There aren't any here! Fine, then you tell me what else she likes! I asked you because I don't know! Hey, don't get in front of me! Got it? Why not? Huh. When you think about it, we really don't know that much about Robin, do we? For... For most of them, they could probably guess at, like, what they enjoy. Like, you could go up to Sanji and be like, well, he enjoys cooking. He's looking for all blue. Zoro wants to be the strongest swords guy. He likes the swords. He likes lifting weights. He meditates. Chopper likes the medicine. He likes the reading. But Robin, you get to Robin and you go, like... She likes ruins. Yeah, she (laughs) likes ruins. Also, she likes ruins. She likes ruins. (laughs) She forgets... They they forgot that she likes reading in there. Like, yeah, that I, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. But yeah, otherwise, and coffee. Like, maybe she went to the local coffee lounge, man. Like, come on. You know, you're not wrong. At the very end, we see her cafe. <laughs> True. I can guarantee you that since uh, she joined in Alabasta and now it hasn't been more than a month. Uh, I would agree with that. Probably. Skypea took took place what like two days. Literally, yeah, two Skypea days. was like literally two or three days. The, so far, uh, here in uh, Water Seven is this is only the second day so far. Uh, this one was by Frankie because I thought it was fucking funny. I, he was talking to Luffy, and I don't. Okay, I think it was after uh, Galilaw shows up, and they're like, "You guys shot." Uh, iceberg or whatever and then Frankie just comes out in the corner and says are you all going through puberty Damn you. when you come across <laughs> hey, I mean he's not entirely wrong no he's like very correct I love this quote this quote is ridiculously <laughs> accurate for no reason <laughs> for, for, for those keeping track at home Frankie is 38 right now <laughs> oh my were, god is he really yeah if you want to know <laughs> shit all right, but moving on then. All right, were there any other quotes? Chris, or, uh, Justin, did you have another one? Nope, that was it. Christian, you got a second one in the pocket? Well, uh, the only other one is from Nami. Uh, right before Luffy catapults himself into the uh, the main office, she goes, now, now, Luffy, just remember that we're also being chased by the entire island. Make sure you get some idea beforehand of where he is and seize the opportunity to carefully sneak in. And then Luffy rockets himself through a window going, hey, Iceberg, where are you? They like give it a solid second, and then they look at her, and she goes, <sighs> "I, uh, I just, uh, I, I thought just came to me that like I wonder if they're gonna do something with Usopp 
on the the Mary and like getting assaulted by the uh, by the townspeople because some, the or even the Galila people because they know where the boat is because it is like kicking that man when he's down clearly. All right, so moving on. What, what do we got? Gold, 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 and ham. I think we've got a unanimous pick here, guys. Are you ready for this? Do we? Tyrannosaurus the rat. No, I was gonna say Usopp. Remember, just because. Go on, fight for it. <laughs> I ain't fighting for it. I got right. the fuck out of here. You know who I really enjoyed? He only had one line. Zoro. Uh, they were they were reminiscing. They were like, "Oh man, poor Usopp. He's still injured." And he's like, "Don't talk about him. He's dead to me." Knock nah, it out of here. Uh, I'm always down to vote for Zoro, but I'd rather hear some other recommendations. We're not going to give it to the Frankster on his first introduction. Come on. Nah. He blew the fuck out of the shipyard and shit like that. Absolutely. My vote's for Frankie. But that mouse, though. Stop it. Look what you've done, Christian. You really voting for the mouse. Don't you dare. No. There's not a lot of good passes on the Golden Ham this week, but I could give it to Frankie. So, uh, Frankie, then. I guess. Reluctantly, sure. Eat shit, haters. All right, you gave me that. I'm going back to Zora. I don't care. If All I right, lose. I vote for the mouse again. I vote wait, for the wait, mouse. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. You know what? Tyrannosaurus, you the winner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Red I, I like when we all come together together under pettiness for this. Justin, I, I, hope, you, I hope you know that it was his, his last little comment that ruined that whole vote. Could have been there. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Justin, remember, you invited this guy. This is your guy. Oh, yo, what? I was the one invited on this podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know that we invited you. You kind of just like stuck around one day. So what are we doing next? It's my trivia now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Brendan Trivia. Oh, yeah. And I will be your host this fabulous evening. Brendan, are you ready? Uh, why, yes, I am, sir. And, and might I say, what a lovely suit jacket you're wearing this evening. That's a t-shirt. All right, your first question is, who sings the original One Piece opening? And I will specify the Japanese one. Um, okay, I don't, I, I don't think I have a chance in hell then. Dreaming. Don't give it up, Luffy. Dreaming. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've got nothing. Uh, the answer is Hiroshi Kitadani. It was composed by Kohei Tanaka. And Shoko Fujibayashi wrote the lyrics. Listen, I, I respect all of you guys. That was fan. All, all those uh, content creators. I don't got the time to commit Japanese names to memory nine times out of ten. I don't generally commit those to memory either. I just enjoy the fruits of their labor. <laughs> As you should. Moving on. Moving on. I suck. Your next question. True or false? Crocus and Laboon were removed entirely from the four kids dub. Uh, true. I know that one. They did what? They did what to my boy? That entire thing did not exist in the four kids what? dub. How dare they? I know, dude. It's wild. Not my Laboon. <laughs> I'm just saying right now that, that would have been a huge plot hole when you find out Laboon is actually the Pirate King. On the subject of plot holes, removing these two characters and their uh, subsequent scenes uh, create a huge plot hole in the show, uh, explaining how the gang learned about log posts and how the Grand Line works. So all the information never got explained. Yes. That's why four kids is dead. Next question. Your last one. Are you ready? Yes. What kind of bird is Hatsuri? Luchi's pet. Oh, just a... Well, wait. Is that a trick question? (laughs) (laughs) He's not a bird. He's a drone. Considering (laughs) birds aren't real. What kind of model is he? (laughs) Yeah, which bird model is he? (laughs) Is it what Luffy called him? Because if it is, it's a pigeon. But is it not actually the... Like... 
or is it is it something I mean, else I entirely? I would have guessed pigeon. Okay, I'm 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 going with pigeon, but I'm a little worried that I'm going to find out that Ooh, it's not. It's probably not. That sucks for you. No, come on, dude. What they don't reference it? The, the, what, Luffy literally just calls him pigeon guy. Come on. Brendan, is that your final answer? Do you lock that in? I, I, I don't like the, the reactions I'm getting from the team, I'll be honest. I feel like I'm going to throw it away just to go for the meme and call him a drone. <laughs> is that your final answer? Mm, you know what? No, I'll go with Pigeon. Let's do it. Pigeon. That's, you locking that in? Locking it in. Pigeon is correct. Oh my god, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got you. Yeah, it's a pigeon idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like going through the ideas. I'm like, wait a minute. There's a reason Jordy would put this on the list. It's got to be some. There's got to be like a small niche thing in there. Like Luffy's an idiot. He'd call any white fucking birdie come across either a seagull or a pigeon. It's true. Yeah, no, that, that thing was so simple. It was like one of those questions where like the answer is three, and you're like, I got that too quick. That can't be right. That can't be right. I'm not normally this good. All right. Well, that's uh, that that's it. Devin, Devin, do the thing. Do the thing. If you would like to reach us, you could call us on Twitter at Panda Sightings and Instagram at Panda Sightings. You can also email us questions at pandasightings at gmail.com. But all right. Thank, thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. See ya, suckers. We got your views. Bye.